When everyone is on the same page, getting things done is easy. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that enables your team to make their point and move faster. You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds. Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said. Done. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the On My Mind podcast, the podcast where I talk about all the different things that pop into my head. And spoiler alert, there's a lot because I don't know, sometimes I'm in a silly, goofy mood. Sometimes I'm in a serious mood. Sometimes we'll get into some really deep topics and other times like today, I just want to sit and talk to you. So that's what I'm here doing. My name is Ava. If you're new here, I am a YouTuber. I feel so silly saying that sometimes I'm like, I'm a YouTuber, but like, hey, I'm proud of it. I'm coming up on 10 years this year of doing the damn thing. And that's something I'm definitely proud of. I have had this podcast for like a year and a half. And in this year and a half, I feel like we've created such a cozy little family. So thanks for giving me the space to talk about the things that pop into my head. Sometimes it's so crazy for me to think that there's a real person, you listening to this and like, maybe you're on a walk, maybe you're driving to school or work, or you have it playing in the background while you're cleaning your room or like your apartment or something. That's just so crazy to me because I have podcasts that I listen to when I feel like, you know, just kind of listening to something, whether it's educational or inspirational or just pure entertainment like it's so weird that you're listening to me the way I listen to other people so hi whatever you're doing keep doing amazing uh at it I hope you're having a good day a good week it's our last week of September which is nuts we're like entering the fourth quarter of the year which is just so wild to me but I'm really excited I love the last three months of the year I feel like the energy, it's just so different in a way than summer, but the vibes are still really good because we're going to a new season and I feel like the next three months are just filled with really fun holidays and stuff. So I'm definitely looking forward to it. I have been reading all day, which interestingly enough has kind of become a part of my job if I'm like reading for a video and when I'm reading, I'm like, oh, I'm going to do a book review on this. So technically reading is super productive. Well, I mean, reading is productive in general. Reading's great for you. I've been loving reading recently and I said in my last podcast episode, but I'm doing a video where I read the entire Twilight series in 24 hours, which like not in 24 hours in a day, but like 24 hours total in the amount of time it took to read the books because I was timing myself as I read them and I read them in under 24 hours. So that's the video that's coming out next on my YouTube channel. So definitely keep a lookout. I'm so excited. I <laughs> love the Twilight series. And I'm not ashamed to admit that. I grew up loving it. Can't believe I read that book when I was like 12. I had no business doing that. I do remember reading it in middle school, which is just wild to me. And it's just been one of my comfort movies ever since. Ever since the movies came out, I've just loved them. I can't even tell you how many times I've watched them. Probably an unhealthily alarming amount. But reading them was quite the experience. So keep an eye out for that video. I'm really excited about it. I've never done a video like that before. But that's what I've been up to. And funny enough, I feel like I'm so tired of reading because I've just been reading so much in such a short period of time. Like those books are not short. They're like 400 pages minimum. I think Breaking Dawn was like 700 something pages. And I squeeze that all into a span of like four days reading all the time. So 
I haven't really had much of a regular life outside of that because I'm like, you know what? Technically, since I'm reading for a video, then that's my job for this week to read. So that's pretty fun. But this weekend, I made sure to get out and be social because I knew I would be trapping myself in my apartment to do this whole reading challenge. But I went to a concert on Saturday, which was really fun. It was for Rebel Sojas, which is a band here in Hawaii and our friend works for them. He's uh, him and his fiance now, which is crazy. Like I have friends that are getting married, which is wild. But Micah is best friends with someone who works for them, which is really cool. Him and his fiance. And I'm super close to his fiance now, which is really awesome. And that's been so fun. But they work for them. They do like their videos and photos. So they got us free tickets, which was so clutch. And it was so fun. We got to go enjoy the concert, which was super cool. I met a lot of you there, which was always really fun. And so went out to a concert and then we went out to like the little after party at a bar here, which was really fun. And there was another local Hawaiian band playing. So I had a really fun Saturday night, went just the perfect amount of like crazy. Didn't, didn't go too crazy. Also, I have to tell you this because I'm not huge on alcoholic drinks. Like I'm so picky when it comes to what I drink. And this was the only drink I had that entire night because I just wasn't really in the mood to. And my thing is sometimes I get so turned off from mixed drinks just because I don't love the taste of alcohol. Like maybe that's an unpopular opinion, but I feel like I know there's people who agree. Like sometimes alcohol ruins the taste of fun, fruity drinks. So anyway, I tried a Midori sour. I don't know what's in it, but it's a green drink. It's like a lime green. <laughs> it looks kind of like slime, but it was really yummy. That was the first time I've ever ordered that. And it's really good. You should try it. I couldn't really taste any of the alcohol in it. So that was, I don't even know what's in it. Let me look it up. Ooh, okay. Midori sour is honeydew, melon, liqueur, grenadine, and lemon juice. But like that did not look like what they poured into it. So maybe, maybe it's made differently at different places, but it was super yummy. It was really sour. I've been craving sour things recently. And so that really like quenched my thirst for that. I almost like, it was hard not to make a face while I was drinking it, but it was really sweet and sour, which I really liked. I've been like craving sour patch kids recently, really randomly. And I just haven't gotten them. So that was kind of the perfect thing to satisfy like that want for something sour. And then Sunday, since it is officially NFL football season, I spent the day watching football games with Micah and his dad, which was really fun. They're big Steelers fans. So I, in turn, am a Steelers fan because I didn't really have a team before. Like I didn't grow up with a team. And so by default, I have become a Steelers fan. And it's so interesting because Micah played football. He knows so much about it. His family's like so involved with that whole scene. So being around them is fun because now I know all these different players from different teams. And I've always understood football because I have always like watched it in high school and stuff. But I feel like I really understand it now, which is actually really fun to keep up with a sports team. Like I never thought I'd say that, but it's actually really fun. It's also really disappointing if your team loses, but I don't know. It's just something fun to look forward to. So that's what we did on Sunday, sit on the couch, watched the Steelers play. They won, which is great because sometimes, well, all the time when the Steelers lose, Micah is not in the best mood. So that was really fun because they won. And other than that, everything has been pretty routine. I will say the one thing I've added into my weekly routine has been my weekly pottery classes, which is 
very fun. I talked about this in a recent episode about trying new things in your 20s and getting out of your comfort zone, but I really have been wanting to try pottery for the longest time. And so I'm currently in like a six week course. I think I'm on session three or something, but I have been having so much fun with that. It's just something fun to look forward to in the week. Last week I did plates, which was so fun. I was working with red clay, which I've never done before. It was so beautiful. It looks like dirt. Well, I guess ceramics technically is mud, right? I'm pretty sure, <laughs> but it was really fun to do plates. It's so satisfying to do them. So hopefully they turn out cute and I could use them as pasta bowls. I made four of them. And then I think the next one that I have is trimming and trimming is so satisfying. I have been posting what I've been doing on my Instagram. I made a highlight for it. If you want to see my progress and what I've been up to with pottery, I think the highlight is literally just called pottery if you want to check it out. But I have been having so much fun with that. It's really fun. It's really relaxing, especially now that I've gotten the hang of it. At first, using the wheel, there was just so many different things to think about at once, like the hand-eye coordination, your foot on the pedal, controlling the speed of the wheel. Like now, I kind of have a good feel for it. And so it's just really fun to do. And so that has been quite a nice little hobby. I think the one thing I do miss like hobby-wise is having like an activity hobby and that's something that I didn't really realize I would ever feel just because I was in sports growing up and all throughout high school, I played volleyball, which I actually miss so much. Like, uh, I know there's women's leagues and stuff, but I really miss that. Like, I miss having a hobby activity wise that's like physical. While I love pottery, it's like such a different thing, but I miss like I miss doing something and I I miss doing something that I was good at because, you know, I feel like I could go to like a pickup game of something somewhere, but I'm not really talented at other sports. I like basketball, interestingly enough, but like not actually all of it. Just like the act of throwing the ball into the hoop. I don't know why I'm explaining it like this, but like the whole running around, not for me. That's why I liked volleyball because you didn't have to do that much running like across a court. I was very uh, intrigued by that. You just stay on your little side. I mean, volleyball was also very tiring, but anyway, yeah, I kind of miss having something like that. And it's weird. I think a lot of people who played sports in high school or college and then like didn't go on to play after that, it's this weird hole in your life when you've played it for so many years of your life. And like, it's really common to place so much of your identity in a sport when you grew up doing it and you did it during like your most formative years. Like when you think about yourself, you think about, oh, I'm, this is my name and I'm a whatever player. And so the people I've talked to that played in college and then didn't play professionally, have that same issue where it's just like this weird void that you feel and it's just never the same because even in adult leagues it's just it's just different than when you play in high school or college or like for a club anyway that's been my life nothing too crazy out of the norm I've also been baking a lot which is kind of random but my mom makes the best banana muffins I think we made it in a video together a few vlogs ago on my YouTube but she makes such good banana muffins and so I think in the last month we've done like three batches of muffins on different occasions which has been really fun. I made a huge batch including pumpkin muffins which kind of fits the season now. I don't even like the taste of pumpkin which is so weird like I've tried so hard to like pumpkin flavored things like I, I hate pumpkin flavored lattes and stuff which upsets me because I want to enjoy a a PSL, like a pumpkin spice latte, but I can't, like, I hate the taste of pumpkins, but pumpkin muffins, the way my mom makes them, mm, so, so good. I made some 
both banana and pumpkin muffins for Micah and his recruit class, which was felt very domestic of me. And it felt good to do that for him because I know he wanted to bring something on a Friday to kind of celebrate the end of the week, bring something for the RTOs who are the people like the recruit training officers and then his classmates. So got very glowing reviews from them. Someone even said he would purchase them if it was a bake sale. So I'm like, hmm, maybe I will start a side business. <laughs> maybe I'll start a side business. Hmm, that's actually not a bad idea. I'm sure a lot of you listening can relate to the feeling when you have clothes in your closet, but you feel like you have nothing to wear, <laughs> just girly things. But I recently found Quince and it's completely transformed my wardrobe. It has given my closet and me the upgrade we both needed. I've for so long wanted to build more of a capsule wardrobe and start getting pieces that I know I'm going to have for forever. Quince has all the capsule wardrobe must-haves, everything from cashmere sweaters to suede and leather jackets to silk blouses and dresses. The difference with Quince is that all items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings onto us, which is amazing. One of the things I love about them is that they've made it their mission to work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Having a capsule wardrobe or staple pieces that you can rely on are truly a game changer. It's not fun when picking out an outfit is a stressful part of getting ready. It should be fun, but finding quince and a capsule wardrobe staple pieces has made my life 10 times easier and getting ready a lot more fun. Some of my favorite pieces that I've gotten from them lately are a couple really cute sweaters that I'm so excited to wear, a black jacket that's leather that makes me feel like <laughs> I'm in the Vampire Diaries and literally the cutest long bodycon-ish dress in this really pretty sage teal kind of color. It's super flattering. So take the drama out of planning an outfit and upgrade your closet with Quince today. Go to quince.com slash mind for free shipping on your order and a 365 day returns. That's q-u-i-n-c-e.com slash mind and get free shipping and a 365 day returns. Quince.com slash mind. <laughs> I'm getting pretty sidetracked here. Let's get into today's episode, we're talking about girl math. If you don't know what girl math is, it's this term that has been floating around social media the last few weeks. You've probably used girl math without even knowing it, but girl math is basically this delusional side of the girl's brain where we just justify certain things and certain purchases because in our head with girl math, we make it make sense. And you know what? I don't mind this trait because I'm not going to lie, a lot of it has some truth to it. And there's this like trend going on on TikTok of girl math and people talking about what things in their life they use girl math for. And I relate to so much of it, if not all of it, <laughs> that I'm like, okay, clearly it's not just me. A lot of us are out there like this. So I thought it'd be just fun to talk about some girl math equations and you can decide for yourself if you agree with it, if you also think like this, or if you just think that what comes out of my mouth today is delusion, which it might be, but you know what? One thing I love about my brain, about our brains, is that we'll make things make sense. Even if it makes sense to no one else, we'll make it make sense to us. And I think that that is a great trait. So I wrote down some of my own things that I use, like some girl math that I use in my life. And then I also asked you guys to contribute some of the girl math that you guys use. So I'm really excited. Again, just a silly little episode. It's just so funny because I really have no rules when it comes to this podcast. Like if you take a look at my episodes, some of them 
are so serious like more serious and supposed to be like inspirational and some of them like this are just silly and fun and that's the vibe that I was feeling today so let's get into these girl math equations I hope you don't think I'm too delusional after this but you know what to a certain extent delusion is a good thing delusion can that's a whole different topic but like delusion can really push you to achieve things and believe things that maybe don't seem the most attainable like for me I think I was pretty delusional when I was like starting my YouTube channel but thank goodness I was delusional because here I am now so obviously there's some downsides to having that little tendency like when you're convinced a guy is obsessed with you and you're just looking for all the signs even though you're like stuck in a situationship and it's all those delulu thoughts that make you stay and I'm not calling anyone out. I'm basically calling myself out because I have been there. So anyway, let's get into this episode of Girl Math. So the first one, and I think a lot of us can agree on this, is that if you pay for a Starbucks drink with the Starbucks app, you get the drink for free. And what I mean by that is that money sits in the Starbucks app until you use it to buy a drink or a food, whatever. And by that time, that means it's free because it's already in the app. That money doesn't feel real because it's just like a number on the screen of how much you have left in your total. So whenever I buy a drink with the Starbucks app, I feel like my drink is free because I'm not taking out my card. I'm not using Apple Pay. I'm not using cash. Like that is a free drink. And that is kind of dangerous <laughs> to think, but it makes sense in my head. The next one has gotten me into some trouble with spending in the past when I used to just buy things that I didn't really necessarily need like clothing wise. I went through a bit of a patch where I was on a bit of a shopping spree for a while. I've calmed it down now, but when I was in that mindset, in my head, if I bought something because it's on sale, then I saved money. And I remember telling this to my dad once when I purchased something and I was like, it's on sale. I saved money. He's like, you still spent money. And I was like, I saved money. And he was like, you shouldn't buy something on sale just because it's on sale. Like you're still spending money. You didn't save money because money was still spent. Like there's no money that you technically saved because you spent money altogether. Like, and that always just hurt my feelings because I was like, well, if I would have purchased it at full price, but then it happened to be on sale, technically I saved money. But like looking back, I know that he was right. But in my head, just because I was getting something for cheaper than it was supposed to be, I was like spending less money, even though I was still spending money altogether. So it was a little bit of a flawed conception or thought misconception that I had. I feel like it would make more sense if I bought something. Let's say I bought a pair of jeans for $50. I spent that $50 and then it went on sale. So I returned or like, I can't you do that at certain stores? Like if a sale happens, you can return. I don't know. And then you get money back. Like that would be me making money. Okay. I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to reel it in a little bit because I'm starting to not make sense. Okay. Moving on. This next thing has nothing to do with money and I know this is flawed, but like in my head, it really doesn't seem like it. But like, if I'm thinking realistically, I know it, I know it doesn't really make sense in my head. If someone cancels plans, that's time that I never would have had. And that's time added to my life. That's time added to my lifespan. For example, let's say I had lunch plans with a friend at 12. And so in my head, I'm like, okay, from 12 to two, I'm not going to have that time to do whatever else today. Like that's time to go get lunch. And then that friend ends up canceling the plans. That is time I never would have had in my life. And that's time added to my lifespan. 
And I'm not going to lie, like on another note, sometimes I get excited when people cancel plans, which is really bad. I've gotten better at <laughs> like not wanting to cancel plans in the first place. I think when I was in a very introverted place in my life, I would want people to cancel or not want, but like if someone canceled plans, there was no animosity on my end. I'd be like, great. That's extra time to my life. I'm almost like excited that people canceled plans now. Not so much because I'm like, okay, this could possibly get too out of hand. Also, I feel like I'm much more extroverted than I was like a year ago. And so now, even though I don't look forward to someone canceling plans as much as maybe I used to when I was feeling more introverted, when someone does cancel plans these days, that is time that I gained, which I know doesn't make sense because I'm still like, there's really nothing being added. Like it's time that would have been passed anyway, but that's, that makes sense in my head. And I'm, I don't think I need to explain it. Like (laughs) maybe someone else feels this way. Okay. This one I think is pretty reasonable. If I'm shopping and I see a white tank top, I'll just use that as an example. And it's $50 and I'm like, okay, that's kind of a lot of money. $50 for a freaking tank top, which the price of tank tops nowadays is so silly, but will I still buy it sometimes? Yes. And this is how I'll justify purchases that are a little more expensive for no reason in my head. In my head, I'm like, okay, if this item is $50 and I wear it five times, that's $10 per each wear. That's worth it. But I'll probably wear it more than five times. Say I wear it 10 times then that's only $5 each time that I wear it. And if I wear it for a super long time, if it's like a good quality piece, that's why I'm spending a lot of money on it because it's like good quality. If I wear it 50 times, that's $1 for time of wearing. And the more times you wear it in my head, I'm like, this is justifying the purchase because I'm getting so much use out of it. It doesn't matter how many times I wear it because the more I wear it, the cheaper it becomes, (laughs) which I know doesn't, maybe it makes sense. I don't know. As I'm saying these things, and I'm saying them out loud, realizing other people are going to perceive my thoughts. I'm like, maybe these thoughts are flawed, but you know what? I am who I am. And that actually does help when I'm making purchases. Cause I'm like, okay, if I'm only going to wear something once, do I really need to spend X amount on it? That thinking has actually saved me from making purchases that wouldn't have been in my best interest because I'm like, okay, if I buy like a dress for a special occasion and it's a hundred dollar dress or something, something expensive, I only wear it for one occasion. Like I don't see myself being able to wear it more than that because it, you know, is like super fancy. So it's for one event. Is that worth it? Like, is this a hundred dollar dress worth event? (laughs) So for that reason, I actually do like the girl math behind that because it has saved me from making some spending decisions. So it's actually been in my best interest. If you didn't know, I'm 22, almost 23, which is crazy, but I've been out of high school for quite a few years, but something that has scarred me that I will never forget was a struggle of writing papers. I was always writing a paper and there were times where I didn't really feel like checking over my work or double checking for spelling and grammar errors. When you have a ton of other things to think about, especially when you're in school, sometimes it's the last thing on your mind. That is definitely not the best tactic to like submit your work and hope for the best. So that's why Grammarly is here to help. Grammarly is an AI powered start to finish writing assistant that helps you come up with ideas, sharpen your voice and improve your writing. It's a no brainer for everyone and anyone, especially if you're a student. So although I'm no longer in high school, 
I still do a lot of professional work and I work with a lot of different people, different brands, and I always want to present myself in the best possible way, especially since so much of that communication is done over emails and online. And an easy way to do that is by having proper grammar. Grammarly helps take the stress off of writing an important email or business document or for a lot of people's cases, I wish I had Grammarly back in the day for school. I feel like this would be the most helpful tool if I was in college or even back in high school. It would have been so nice to have. Grammarly can help kickstart ideas, polish your essays, provide feedback, and more. You'll honestly wonder how you ever lived without Grammarly. So go to Grammarly.com students to download and learn more about Grammarly. It'll definitely become your new best friend. I think this next one is a very popular, so I know a lot of people will back me up on this. When you return something, whether it's like a food item or shoes or clothes, literally whatever it is, anytime a return is made, I am making money. Like that is money that I did not have. Every time I return stuff, I'm like, this is free money that's coming my way. And I know it's not, but it feels like it because I'm like, this is money I wouldn't have had if I didn't return it. Thus, free money. And actually that has made me be more aware When I buy something and I actually think later on, like, did I actually need this? And it's within the return period. I'm like, okay, if I didn't, I'm just going to return it. Because I think at a time I was like, I'm just going to keep the things that I buy. Like, I'm not going to return them. But now that I realize that it feels like free money, I will remake turns. And I think what has stopped me in the past, I'm not going to lie, I used to be so nervous to make returns. Like, I could not make returns in person. I would do online returns and stuff, but I would literally make my either my mom do it for me or have her come with me because I could not do returns to save the life of me. I was so anxious to do them. And I thought the person at the store would be so upset and like offended. So I wouldn't, and I was missing out on free money. But now, now that I'm more confident, I will make returns. And I think the fear of that held me back for so long, but now I will ruthlessly return if I feel like I don't need something, but I'm also trying to get better to not even get to that point where like, before I buy something, I'll actually ask myself, Will I get use out of this? Do I need this? Is this something that will actually be put to good use? And so that's also helped me not to need to make as many returns. But I bought a few things from Abercrombie. Abercrombie, oh, they have the cutest stuff. And I made a pretty big purchase online. And when it came, I tried everything on. And there were a few things that I was like, okay, maybe I can make this work. I could see myself wearing it and like trying to justify the purchase of a few items but I was like you know what I think I bought this in a frenzy when I was just shopping aimlessly and so I returned a few things and I did it in store which I was proud of myself for because like I said I used to be so nervous but I went and it did indeed feel good to see it show up on my credit card statement that I made money from a return so I think that one's a quite popular way of thinking I know that there's a lot of you out there who feel the same way And the last one that I'll contribute before I read your submissions, (laughs) I know this is a popular one too, but cash doesn't feel real. Like if I pay for something in cash, it feels like it's free, which is such a flawed way of thinking. And that's why I don't pay for things in cash often because in my head, I'm like, this is a piece of paper that has a number on it. And it means that like, that is crazy to me. And if I don't see it come out of my debit or credit card statement, I'm like, that is cash means something's free. Like if I buy something for $20. I don't think about it and I forget it's there because I hardly use it. So when I remember it's there, I don't keep track of it as much and how much is in there and things just feel free, which is very flawed. 
So that's why I don't pay for things in cash often because I know it's a flawed way of thinking, but it almost just feels like a monopoly game, like paying for things with money. It's so uncommon to pay for things in cash as much nowadays. So when I see my bank statement at the end of the month and I don't see the things that I bought in cash on it, obviously, I'm like, wow, that was free. <laughs> and I know it's so bad. Again, girl math, like it's pretty lighthearted and fun. Like girl math, there's no rhyme or reason. It just is. And so if you get it, you get it. And if you don't, I, I don't know if I can explain it, but even something as silly as when I'm out at a group dinner and I put my card down for the payment and the people that I went to dinner with Venmo me or something, that feels like free money that is coming my way, even though it's everyone's portion of what they got for the restaurant, like for the meal. When people Venmo you, it feels like free money is coming your way, even though like you fronted the bill or whatever it was. Anytime someone Venmos me, I'm like, I am making money. Even if they're paying me back for something that I initially <laughs> paid for. I do love Venmo for that reason because I'm like, Ooh, free. This podcast is sponsored by Squarespace. I feel like in the last couple of years, especially I've really tried my hardest to take my business and myself to the next level. I've been really trying to focus on myself, my career and how to set myself up for success. And if you're also in this era, I got the perfect tool for you. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. So whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, you're a small business owner, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website and gain with your audience and sell anything from products to content to time all in one place all on your terms some of my favorite tools have been the analytics tool website templates and the asset library it's so cool to learn where site visits and sales come from and analyze which channels are the most effective and based on all this information actually using it to improve marketing strategies also being able to create professional yet unique websites with Squarespace. You can customize your look, update content and add features to fit your website needs. I'm not super savvy when it comes to creating websites. So Squarespace makes it super easy for you to do that. And then there's the asset library where you can upload, organize and access all of your content from one space. Squarespace is an entrepreneur's dream. So if you're like me, you're in a girl boss era. Let's succeed together with the help of Squarespace. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash mind to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. I know a lot of you listening are aspiring entrepreneurs as well. So definitely check it out. All right. Time to scroll through your responses. I'm seeing a lot that are reiterating the same things I just said, which makes me feel a lot better because now I know I'm not alone <laughs> because we're all a little crazy. Uh, the first one that I see <laughs> that I, you know, I'm not going to judge because some of the things that I said could be up for judgment, but you know what? This is a judgment-free zone. So someone said, buying books saves me money. And she puts the clown emoji. <laughs> and I'm trying to think of the logic behind that. But like I said, there's no logic behind girl math. So, hey, if buying books saves you money, like however you justify that, <laughs> pop off. If I paid for tickets three months ago on the day of the concert, it feels like it's free. I totally get this. Anytime you buy something in advance and so much time passes, it feels like that money was never spent. So like even when you travel and you buy tickets ahead of time, when the when the time of the trip comes around, it feels like it's free. And I've seen that example on TikTok a lot. So I'm with you on that one. <laughs> this one's funny. Spending more money to get free shipping so you don't have to pay the shipping, <laughs> even though you end up spending more. That is so true. They really get us with that because I think when people, or when companies put a quote of, a hundred or a hundred and fifty dollars to get free shipping and then you end up spending more anyway like 
there's you're still spending more than if you would have just paid for shipping but i understand this because i will do that too sometimes i'm like oh if i just had one more item then i'll get free shipping like it cancels out and I know it doesn't, but I'm the same way. <laughs> this one's similar to what I said in the beginning. If you pre-order Starbucks online, it's free. This is so true. Anytime I mobile order something on Starbucks and I walk into the store, I feel like I'm committing fraud, like stealing something by just like grabbing it off the counter, even though it has my name on it and I know it's mine and I know I paid for it, but because paying through the Starbucks app makes it feels like it it's free, it's just so weird. Every time I mobile order, I'm always... I feel so weird just like grabbing it off the counter and not having an actual transaction take place. It literally feels free and it feels like I'm stealing almost. I was at the mall this weekend with Micah and we, you know, on the weekends, it's like this silly thing that we do, but sometimes we'll treat ourselves to like a Starbucks Frappuccino on the weekend. Like that's what we look forward to. And so I mobile ordered it and we walked in and there was this huge line. I don't know why people don't utilize mobile order as much, but like there was this huge long line and I felt so guilty, but also like so superior walking in. There was like a 20 minute long line. It was so, it was a small store and there was a lot of people. So it was super crowded. And we just walked in past everybody and like grabbed the frappes with the dome cap off the counter and like waltzed out. And I was like, wow, we saved time and we saved money by doing this. Oh my gosh. Someone said, if I have to be there at X time, I need to leave by Y time, get ready at Z time, etc." I can't believe I forgot to mention this. This is the epitome of girl math. And I don't think it's something that the boys will ever get because in my head, and I know in so many other people's, this is what happens when you have an event, let's say at eight. So say you're meeting at a restaurant at 8 p.m. And it takes 30 minutes to get there. So you're like, okay, if I need, if we're eating at eight, I don't want to get there at eight. Maybe I'll get there a little bit earlier. So like 745, which means if I leave 30 minutes early because it takes 30 minutes or 30 minutes to get there, then I'll leave at 715. But like, I don't want to cut it close. So 710, if I want to leave by 710, I should be ready to go by like seven. So I have 10 minutes to, you know, just like freak out a little bit or just whatever, have that extra buffer time. If I want to be ready by seven, then maybe I'll eat a little snack before. So like at 630 or like if I want to pregame with a friend, whatever it is. So if I want to be ready to do that and do that whole shebang at 6.30, I'll start getting ready at 5.30. So I have 30 minutes to do my makeup and 30 minutes to do my hair. So if I want to be ready to do that at 5.30, then I should be wrapping up with all my stuff at around 5 so that I have time to get ready and I don't have to rush, which means that I should wake up at this X time and like, oh my gosh, it's this whole thing. Anytime I have a pre-planned event, I almost wait, like, I almost like spur the moment things because it doesn't give me time to absolutely just spiral into this whole thing of like, okay, when do things need to get done? Especially in the morning hours, I'm like, okay, if it takes me this long to wake up and I have something at in the afternoon at 12, then I want to wake up at eight so that I can still go to my workout class and then give myself time to shower, give myself time to eat, give myself time, like five minutes to relax and whatever. It takes this long to do my makeup. Like it's this whole equation that goes on in our heads and it's just so funny because I see it so apparently with Micah, for example, when we're going on a date, I'm like thinking about it the whole day and I have this whole pre-planned agenda of what needs to be done by what time. And then he takes like 10 minutes to put together an outfit and he's ready to go. And I'm like, I just know he didn't spend the whole day thinking about this. And it's, it's the simplicity and beauty of a guy's mind. Sometimes like they just make things so simple. And you know what? Usually we don't. <laughs> I, I know I don't. I overcomplicate things, but... I, I can't stop. Like it's human nature, I guess. I don't know. Like, I think this is such a common experience 
for so many people. And sometimes I'm like, you know what? Maybe I wouldn't mind a more spur of the moment thing because then like I know in my head when I have an event in the middle of the day, like I will just spend the whole morning thinking about it and like plan. My boyfriend will pay equals free, (laughs) which like kind of is true. If it's not coming out of your account, it feels like it's free. (laughs) Ooh, this one. If I find money in my jacket or in my bag, it's free money. Yes. Discovering money that you didn't know you had means you made money because you weren't aware that it existed. So when you find it, it's new to you. I agree with this one. I don't think this one's like crazy. (laughs) Someone said spending money before payday equals no money spent. (laughs) That is what it feels like when you buy something before you get paid and then you get paid and it like goes back. You're like, that I didn't spend anything because I just made it. <laughs> this one's funny. Someone said you save money if your friends take turns buying each other drinks and food, which is so funny. I always do this with my friends. Like I'll be like, oh, it's on me this time. And then the next time I'm like, oh, it's on them. And you feel like you're saving money because you're like treating each other and taking turns doing it. But in reality, I like if I actually think about it, I'm like, I think we're spending more <laughs> doing this, but it's cute. I think that's so cute. When you do this with your friends, like, oh, I'll do it this time. And then they do it next time. Like, I think it's so funny. Anytime that I quote unquote argue with a friend and they're like, no, I want to do it this time. And I'm like, no, I got it this time. Like, I just think it's so cute that we do that. Someone said when an item is listed in a different currency, it's free because I don't know how much it is. (laughs) See, it is so dangerous. Like anytime I'm on a European website and it's in euros and I'm like, is the, I, Sometimes I couldn't be bothered. If I see the numbers really high, I'm like, okay, I'll do the conversion because I don't know if how the US dollar there is. But like, I understand this. <laughs> That's funny though. If something's buy one, get one 50% off and you buy the second thing, you spent less money. I understand this because I've done this. If it's buy one, get one free, like that is totally valid. But with the buy one, get one 50, if you weren't going to get the second thing anyway, then you're spending more. But like I said, no judgment because I have done this as well. <laughs> I'll question buying a clothing item for $10, but spend $10 on an ice latte. (laughs) So fair. I hate when I do that because in my head, I do this with haircuts because I cut my own hair at home and like a haircut costs, I don't know, I haven't got one in so long, but $45, $50. In my head, every time I cut my hair, I am saving money because I'm like, I would have spent this at a hair salon. I'm saving money, like I'm making money by cutting my own hair, which I know I'm not because nothing's changing, but I'm like, I would have spent money. Therefore, I'm making money or I'm keeping the money. I don't know why. And it's so flawed because I'll spend $45 on like a big (laughs) t-shirt, but I refuse to go get my hair freshly cut. I don't know. It brings me joy though. So that's what matters. And I'm like, why would I pay for someone else to do the thing that brings me joy? I'll just do it myself. Even if it's, even if it's a little crooked. After I do something hard, like clean my room, I deserve a coffee or a meal out or a treat. So it's free. (laughs) True. Someone said, I despise girl math. It's so sexist, making girls seem dumb. You see, I don't see it like this. You could look at it like that. But I just think it's like a funny thing that became a trend. And I'm bringing this up because I don't want people to get like upset by this episode. Like, I think it's just cute and silly and fun that we do this in our head and we justify things. Like, I think it's a really cute trait. Um, I mean, you could look at it like that. You could always look at things in more of a negative light. It just depends how you look at them. And I think that applies to a lot of situations in life. You could look at things in a positive way or like a negative way. I'm just choosing to see this as like a funny, silly little thing. Someone said, if it's for my dog, it's free. That's valid. If I was going to go out tonight, but didn't, then the money I was going to spend today, I can spend tomorrow. I understand this. Anytime I go out, 
with friends or like Micah or whatever and I bring cash with me like if we're going to a bar and I'm like okay drinks are kind of expensive like whatever and then you know Micah ends up buying me drinks or like his friends do I haven't really spent money when I go out in a really long time which is very nice because people are super generous but then when I go back home with that cash in my pocket I'm like this is money that I made oh my gosh it's wonderful (laughs) All right. I'm scrolling through these answers. There's so many. So thanks for contributing to this. And I'm noticing that a lot of us are similar thinkers. Like I'm with you on most of these. And it's so clear that this is just a silly, fun little thing that, you know, is just kind of funny to point out. I don't remember who made this trend or started calling it girl math. So whoever the creator of that is, shout out to you. I think it's just super funny. And it's just funny to like justify things with girl math. And uh, it's making me feel better reading all of these, especially like the most common answer is that when I spend something with cash, it feels free because I don't see it removed from my bank account. So I think that's the common consensus here. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Something silly and fun. I hope you found it entertaining. Thank you for making me feel less alone in my little delusions that I have <laughs> with my justifications of things. It's nice to know that most of us, a lot of us are on the same page. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I will talk to you all next week. And that was everything on my mind. Well, most of the things. There's a lot more, but like, I'm not going to bore you. That was everything. Most of the things on my mind. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply.